This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. Hey, fellow drunk word nerds, Coco here. We didn't record a new show last week due to unforeseen circumstances, like the outcome of the election. But never fear, here's a rerun of a classic episode from The Vaults. Linda and Morgan wax poetic about all things commas, which is a perfect lead-up to next week's all-new episode featuring the comma queen herself, Mary Norris. So get excited. Thanks for listening. I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer-editor. This is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! It's like a reflex... I, I I'm too drunk to talk about it now, but it's like reflexive. <laughs> it's, and this is another thing that gets on my nerves, and it's super specific. <laughs> oh my god. Like putting that lubrication on, like, listen, we're about to go from text to a link. A grammar show with, with a, a drinking problem. problem. Welcome to Drink, Drank, Drunk, a show where we talk about grammar, language, and the way we communicate today while drinking. Yay! So tonight, I'm drinking a white Bordeaux. But Oh, before the show started, we shared a bottle of pink bubbly. It's that time of year again, coming up on the warm season for pink bubbly. For the pink stuff. Yeah, I love it. I'm drinking a Pinot Noir. Solely? No. Yes, solely delish so i was thinking about instagram like i always do yeah but specifically ever since we talked about it a few episodes ago our um, first episode i believe yeah our very first our pilot episode um so i have this issue because i have like a fairly decent commute to work where i spend a lot of time outside and i walk around the city Mm -hmm. a lot and a lot of times on my walk i see really cool really interesting or like beautiful things and i want to take a picture naturally but then i get really embarrassed yeah well i definitely judge other people when they're doing weird shit to get an instagram picture i'm sorry i was was hoping you were gonna be like what i mean you can to up to a certain extent like sometimes i hadn't i don't know if i've actually seen this happen but like sometimes if i see an instagram post that's like for instance, like on the road and like really close to the asphalt or something, and you can like see <laughs> the ridges in the tar or whatever. That's bizarre. I'm like, what was that person doing to get that photo? Like, did they almost get killed? Like, yeah. were they were they worried about their lives and well, were they lying down on the ground? I think that when couples post lying, pictures, lying. <laughs> mm, like um, Taylor Swift and her boyfriend posted their anniversary beach pictures and there was like pictures of them like holding each other and i'm like who took that yeah that's weird weird. because it's not like um it's it's not impromptu then (laughs) and you know it's not yeah so awkward yeah i always i cannot help but think that when i see pictures of couples kissing or hugging or but and it's not like a photo shoot it's like a cash yeah filtered shot that makes me feel weird but so when I'm like walking around and I want to take a picture of something that I think is cool and then I like take my phone out and then I get the heebie-jeebies because somebody's going to look at me but then all I really want is for people to look at that picture and like it so why should I let one rando on the trail shy me away from maybe getting 50 likes oh yeah I mean mean, that's much better for my self-esteem than in (laughs) 
Instagram likes definitely trump like in-person interactions. So. Totally. <laughs> to- All right. Social media interaction right. trumps real And I'm trying to be, ever since I thought about this a couple days ago, I'm trying to be less harsh on people that I see taking pictures in the wild. Yesterday I saw a girl on my walk home from work who was underneath a cherry blossom tree, mm. but she was like really underneath it and mm. she was pointing her photo up to be like the sunlight was coming through and probably the cherry blossoms. I'm sure it was a beautiful Beautiful, photo. But that was trying too hard. But it was a little weird. (laughs) Well, there was a guy shirtless playing guitar on the edge of the Schuylkill River Banks the other day. taking a picture (laughs) of that. Yeah, but I can't stop and take a picture of that without him or everyone else being like, whoa, why are you so into... And he was not... It wasn't like a hot shirtless guy. It was a weird, crazy shirtless guy. Yeah. That's a... That's a tough one. I don't know. You'd have to really judge your surroundings and figure it out. All right. Well, thanks for weighing in on that. Sorry. Uh, Can we address the elephant in the room today? The elephant not in the room today? Or silently in the the room? Silent elephant? The silent Coco? Yes. So. As if inspired by our story about Coco from the Golden Girls, who is the character, the housekeeper slash cook, uh, who was in only the first episode of the Golden Girls. Um, our, and then never before seen and then or heard ne- of. And then never heard of again. Um, Brian, our produ- producer, <laughs> has opted out of our podcast, like, talking comment commentary <laughs> commentary unfortunately he still has to sit here and listen to us without commenting mm-hmm. two strong drunk women don't need a man yeah Thank so you, basically yeah. um he's just you know being his best feminist self yeah girls rule but i do i'll, I'll miss would, brian's little comments what would coco do mm-hmm. what would coco do he'd bow out gracefully mm-hmm. or get kicked off forcefully we we're not sure what happened there wwcd bracelets <laughs> yeah, check the website for your what would Coco do? WCD. All right. Well, I just wanted to get that off off my chest. Mm-hmm. Um. So, should we go to some listener cues? I would love listener cues. I want to know what they want. What do the people want? They want to know about commas. <laughs> oh God! After my own heart. I came up with a theme song for this segment. I know what it's going to be. Can we do it at the same time? Because we seriously yeah, didn't yeah. plan this, but I bet you I know what it's going to be. Yep. Three, two, one. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. God, we are dorks. <laughs> we really did not plan that, people. We are dorks. That's the nerdiest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> not me, but. <laughs> that's also going to be for sale on the website. <laughs> The full length version. A, no, t shirts with like a chameleon like perched on yeah. a comma. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway. That's good. So so people want to know about the commas. And we've had a couple people ask about this. And commas are very versatile, versatile. They can be used <laughs> in many ways in many situations. And we can't really talk about every single one of those. No. So we're gonna go over maybe some faves or some most commonly misused or just what we have strong opinions about. Yeah, and I think there was this old rule that a lot of people got in school that was sort of like a catch-all. And it's like, if you take a pause, you should put a comma. If if when you're saying a sentence, you take a pause, you should put a comma there. Decent advice, not necessarily 
not necessarily the best though mm-hmm. um that may be a good way to introduce people to commas but it's not yeah it's not really the everybody speaks differently and pauses differently so if you were to just go by your own speech patterns and yeah. just throw commas in there yeah it wouldn't make sense just don't do that mary norris who is the uh copy editor for uh the new yorker mm. Uh, says that she has one of your idols yes one of the many copy editing her idols poster I have. on your wall no but her book is on my shelf <laughs> um and she so the new yorker is sort of known for their comma use because they like use commas a lot Ooh. and in weird ways that are like so antiquated or like um interesting like just strange uh but they're interesting so um she said that she has this it looks like sort of a salt shaker or pepper shaker on her desk okay and someone gave it to her and it's like um filled with commas and it's like after you're done <laughs> editing you just shake it over your your copy and wherever the commas oh. fall that's what the new yorker does that's so it's really kind of funny. funny so are we to believe that she uses hard copies to edit Huh. I don't know. I should ask her that when she comes to the Free Library of Philadelphia next month. Uh, I've actually heard her talk in person once before. That's a really good question. I wonder, like, what's the percentage of people who still print things out and edit by hand versus by computer? I use the computer because it's faster and I'm lazy, but I definitely miss more things when I'm reading on a screen. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, If something's, like, designed like a laid out piece by a graphic designer, I print it and I read it. Uh, But if it's like on a Word document or on a website, Mm -hmm. obviously Mm -hmm. I don't. But yeah. Well, yeah. And then you just, and then you like fall into the trap where like, you know, for spell check, like form and from are both words. Yeah. Oh, you can't use spell check. Right. No, I'm just, I I meant more like autocorrect. Oh, yeah. Where, like, you're typing quickly and you see that you, like, jumbled some letters and you see that it got corrected, but you don't go, like, to be like, did it get corrected to the right thing? Right, right. Was I trying to type form and it corrected to from? Or, like, was I trying, you know? There's a lot of autocorrect and that just gets into style as well. I mean, there could be outright, you know, like, proofreading errors um, or errors, I mean, but then there's also, like, your your company style or your personal style, even. For instance, at my office, we don't put the accent mark over the E in cafe, but Word yeah. does it. You can you yeah. can make them stop, but yeah. Anyway, I hate all right, when they so. turn things into fractions. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about commas. <laughs> they all those word people, the little people on my computer. Yeah, that change when I'm writing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so one one kind of comma we want to talk about, um, which I don't know if people even know that this is a thing, is comma splices or yeah. So when you want to join two independent clauses or like two independent thoughts together, you cannot use a comma. The comma alone is not strong enough. You need a conjunction like an and or an or or something like that or a semicolon. Um, I think this is a matter of people actually like having low self-esteem that they mm-hmm. don't think that their sentence is strong enough for a semicolon or a period. Yeah. And really the comma is not doing it though. Like the comma is not as strong as a semicolon or a period. And I think se- people don't, um, aren't very comfortable with using semicolons. And that's one of the issues here is that like sometimes like sem- a lot of times if you are 
joining two independent clauses with a comma, probably your best bet is to put a semicolon there instead mm-hmm. um, if it's incorrect. So, um, so like if you have two independent thoughts, but they're related, so you want to put them together where you're saying like, she was totally not sober, she was wasted. Yeah, so that I think is a great um, a great place for a semicolon because they are related, mm-hmm. but you don't want, you might not want to make those two senses because that seems like a little repetitive. Over, yeah, overboard. So those are related, they are independent, and they need a semicolon. Use it and use it proud. Yeah, get the comma out of there. No That comma. sentence is too strong for a comma. Yeah. Too drunk for a comma. Yeah. Both. Um, too strong and too drunk. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak, actually. <laughs> um, so you can also use a conjunction. Yeah. Um, so, but in most cases, you need to use a comma and a conjunction because if you're just using these conjunctions, it turns into a run-on sentence. So you're like, she was totally drunk and she was wasted and she fell down and she lost her keys and now right. you like have a really long run-on sentence. It's how I talk, but it's not how I write. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, yeah, she was really drunk and she fell down. Um, that gets a comma because, mm-hmm. you know. So or, right, or it can, yeah. It so should. before the and, she was really drunk, comma, and she fell down. Yeah. And then she fell down or something. Yeah. I make it sound right, but yeah. 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 Um, she got really drunk and then she fell down. Yeah. She got really <laughs> drunk and he was being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just another Saturday night. Yeah. I don't know. That I shouldn't have been as excited as I was about that. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's how you use um, commas and or semicolons and conjunctions. Yeah. Or which, you know, choose one of the three or put them together if you've got real long sentences. Really long sentences. Excuse mm. me. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Here we go. Oh, God. Brace yourself. We're going to talk about the serial, a.k.a. Oxford comma. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Who gives a damn about an Oxford comma? All right. The All right. truth is Two I songs, care. one segment. Yeah. Linda cares. <laughs> I care about an Oxford comma. Come at her, Vampire Weekend. Yeah. So this is the most contested or one of the most contested grammar rules of all all time so this is when you're listing three or more items and the 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 contest Mm -hmm. or the the debate is whether you should have a comma in between every item or only the first two and then just an and right between what do you do i do not like to use the oxford comma okay this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's totally like it's a style issue. And it's, God, I know, this phone just rang. It was her mom. <laughs> it was. God, I'm like, this is maybe my dorkiest podcast yet. Unprofessional. Unprofessional. God, mom. It's really embarrassing. That is embarrassing. God. Um. So, so basically, here's for, for example, we we're like, Morgan bought wine beer and cheese at the store yes so we're saying is it wine comma beer comma and cheese or is it wine comma beer and cheese yeah so this is the debate i i don't like the extra comma 
And I like it. And Linda does. So, the, so let's fight. The thing here is it's style. It's all about, I mean, it's optional. Um, it used to be much more used, the serial yeah, comma. Yeah. I, I definitely mean, grew up being taught to yeah. use it. And now people are taught not to use it. So it's and sort now of. I'm a rebel. Yeah, it's in the transition phase. And I'm like the curmudgeonly old head who like is holding on to it. Now, I have reason, though, and my reason is... Guys, she's holding up one finger and waving it around. <laughs> Listen, I, yeah, I look like a... Oh, God. So, <laughs> my reason is this. I don't think it's doing any harm. And if it can add to clarity, why not? Well, sometimes you need it for clarity, but the rest of the time it just looks so. But I like also an old love, fogey. But I also love consistency as an editor. Right. So I love... If you have to use it one out of a thousand times, you would rather use it every time. Yes. So because you are supposed to use it, even if you don't use the serial comma, like if you say, um, this morning for breakfast I had uh, orange juice, comma, toast... I shouldn't even be saying the commas, but comma and ham and eggs. If ham and eggs is like one dish, mm -hmm. because to help with clarity, you are supposed to use then that last comma yeah. to to just help it along because then you're like, and, and, and you don't know, like, did you have ham and also eggs or did you have ham and eggs like together? Right. So... Because you are supposed to use it sometimes, I'm kind of like, I just like to use it all the time. And I don't know if I've mentioned before, I know I've told you when we don't have microphones, but you know that I lead a double life. And mm -hmm. at work, our style is to not have an Oxford comma. Yeah, I know. And or a serial comma. And I use it in my personal life. So even like if I just write an email for work, I don't use it. And then if I switch over to my personal account and write an email to Morgan, I do use it. Wow. And it's like it's getting what harder a and harder. To web you weave. Yeah. I've worked there for over ten years. And so you're I on the <laughs> precipice of a mental breakdown. Yes. It's been very difficult. <laughs> this is like where you get caught when it's like, oh, that guy has five wives. I never like knew, but like then he unraveled. Like that's me right now because I can't, I can't deal anymore. Oh God, it's so stressful. But right, I well, love the serial comma examples. Examples of when it is right. um, when you absolutely have to use it for clarity. Um, I can't think of. Uh, I can't think of a very good one right now. Like I know I came up with that lame breakfast example, but um, so it's like okay, so I could be oh, like, like and Cheech and Chong. So it's like <laughs> you're <laughs> I don't know. So it's anytime like, you're talking about Cheech and Chong, always use commas, people. If they're ending the the series, also the way to fix that is right. to move where it is. So if you of say course. for breakfast I had um, ham and eggs, comma toast mm -hmm. and okay well juice. i could be like i'm going out to dinner with my neighbors comma barack obama and michelle obama well so like, that's where like that's it gets confusing. Yeah, yeah my neighbors unfortunately are not barack obama and michelle obama yeah so i'm not qualifying them as my neighbors so i have to it's like i'm going to dinner with my neighbors comma barack obama comma and michelle obama and those yeah. are everybody that i'm going those is everybody that Those I'm going everybody. out to dinner with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's another example that people like typically use of like my parents, comma, Jesus and Madonna or something like that. So, <laughs> but when do you ever use that? 
I mean, I know that you go out to dinner yeah, with the president. I mean, don't and, fucking question my yeah. dinner plans. <laughs> yeah. You don't oh, know my God. life. You don't, know, you don't know my neighborhood potlucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Well, I would hope go. to be invited, I guess. No, 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 Oxford comma. Done. All right. We're going to do one more comma sitch tonight. And we're going to talk about two. Two. T-O-O. T-O-O-2. Uh, basically, whatever you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, it adds um, emphasis. So if you're like... Um, I want to go out to dinner with Barack Obama too. Too? I want to go out to dinner with Barack Obama too. But like, I don't think I would use it in that instance because I'm not being like, too. I don't even know when I would. <laughs> <laughs> or I too want to go out to dinner. Then you use it. like With your neighbors. Yeah, because yeah. you're putting the two in the middle of a sentence, which means you are like bringing attention to it. So you would do I comma two comma want to go out to dinner with Barack Obama, um, but yeah. I don't. Too much Secret Service. You can't even have a good time with all that Secret Service around. Are they like at the table with you? Well, they have to like kick everybody else out of the restaurant. It's a big deal. I would love that. I wish I had Secret Service to kick people out of restaurants when I needed to eat. God. So many, for those of you who don't know, so many restaurants in Philadelphia are really small. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to say? Like people come up to you in restaurants that are like, Linda, Linda. No. I have a comma question. And she's like, oh, can I just eat in peace? No. No, quite the opposite. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, oh, let's go there. Except I'm going to have to like wait for an hour to like sit down. They don't take reservations. Whatever. I'm such... Whatever. I just need my TV dinners and my commas. That's all I need in life. Me, too. <laughs> but I'm bump. Moving on. So, for part of our Words Matter segment, this was actually, this came from a listener, not so much a question as it was a gripe, mm-hmm. that made us think, hey, that would be cool to talk about in Words Matter. And this is from Caroline in Philadelphia. And she, like I said, doesn't have a question. She just wants us to talk about, guys, can you talk about when companies use incorrect grammar in their slogans? Yeah. And I don't know if she's griping. Maybe, maybe she is. But like, I think the most famous example is Think Different. Yeah. And that's Apple, of course. Now, the real way to do that would be think differently. Yes. Doesn't have quite the same ring. No. So I don't I don't think it's like you're upset about these companies using it. No, but I just I think it's you are setting a precedent for people, you know, think different came out. I don't know, in the 90s. And then people think the 80s. Pardon. (laughs) And sorry, Coco just corrected us. Um, whenever you're I say, either in it or you're not. Whenever I say Coco, I think of that chimp that can do sign language. <laughs> smart, smart chimp. So call me Jane Goodall. <laughs> okay. So people who grew up in the 80s or 90s and saw Think Sorry. Different and maybe like you were just a kid and then you think that that is how you're supposed to talk. And maybe that's influencing you because right, you see okay. it everywhere and then you don't know how to use adverbs. Yeah. 
that's a good point that like if you grow up with it and you just don't know no people don't instinctively look at that and go wrong bad grammar they just because they're already confused take it at face value (laughs) yeah um another very famous one is got milk oh yeah which i think is just more of a colloquialism (laughs) yes and i think that got milk is meant to be like think different you kind of don't know if it's right or wrong maybe right that's like that's misleading yeah the everyday person but like yeah um got milk is definitely like you you know you're not supposed to say it that way i hope you know well i hope you know you're supposed to say do you have any great poupon yes yeah so do that instead don't if you're thirsty milk. for milk ask for great poupon right problem solved Uh, Any other um, ads or things you can think of? Oh, so the one that is very similar to Think Different that Caroline brought to our attention is Live Fearless by Blue Cross. Oh, right. Live Fearless, yeah. Again, it should be fearlessly. It shouldn't be fearless if you're insured. insured. Yes, Coco. Right. It shouldn't be fearless Coco's be- if you're again. if you're a healthcare agency. Yeah, he wants you to live. He wants it to be live in fear. Live in fear by Blue Cross, so you don't get live carefully. That would be a good one. That's a great tagline. Live, live careful. Live careful. Yes. Yeah. Think about how stupid live careful thing that sounds. Oh my goodness. And then live fear. Yeah. Live fearless. Live careful. That's awesome. Live timid. Well, I wouldn't recommend it, but I'd like to be at the table when they discuss these options. Maybe they'll call you when they listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, "Oh, we gotta reboot all of our branding. Hire that drunk." <laughs> I'm from the fifties. <laughs> Hire that drunk girl. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Drink Drunk Drunk. Please follow us on Instagram at Drunk Word Nerds. It is where you'll see pictures and you can imagine me taking them awkwardly out in public with people glaring at me, but I do it for you. And send your questions or comments or whatever you want to drunkwordnerds at gmail.com and we'll read what you said into our microphones. Bye! I feel like we just did a whole episode, did we? We were like really prepared. This has been a riveting production.